Hi, Jen here, and this study is all about the Word of God. So this study will help us answer these most important questions, like who is the Word of God? What is the Word of God to us as Christians? How important is the Word of God? So we'll answer this one by one. And I asked some of my Facebook friends to answer these questions. I also seek questions from them too. So let's start. Number one, why do we have to study the Word of God or the Bible? So according to them, I found out that it said, so we can have a personal relationship with God and to learn who He is, spiritual growth, to be saved and go to heaven. Hmm. And studying the word of God is what God himself has asked or advised you to do for many reasons. To have faith, wisdom, truth, peace, a salvation relationship with God, love from God, promises from God, knowledge, direction, or guidance, and to know whom you are in Christ Jesus, his beloved bride. So many people actually who are not Christians do study the whole holy word of god to just try to look for ways to twist it to twist it against god and there is no more foolish way to spend your time than that but even then god in his infinite love and mercy will reveal himself as the almighty god to those fools god is so good yeah and another I would rather believe in the Lord God and His Word than not believe and to die and find out there really is a God. And He shows us grace and mercy every day of our lives because He loved us and even though we are imperfect. Mm -hmm. So another, they also answer this one. Um, so that we are not deceived and will know the truth and to develop a relationship with God is like uh, read it again uh, and if you want to stay close to God mm -hmm, knowledge in Christ and uh, prayer is when you talk to God the Bible is how he talks to you and if you want to know God and his plan from beginning to end about creation, who you are as a new creation and the mind of Christ, there is no other book to study. Mm -hmm. mm. It's our instruction ma manual on how to live our lives and it's our weapon against Satan and evil. And there's also a valuable verse they've given to me like you know him by his word in Psalms chapter 119 verse 11 thy word have I hid in mine heart that I may not sin, sin against thee so that's a lot of answers here but I won't read those all because it's so long and it's like the other answers too anyways so yeah oh for me it's on john chapter 5 verse 39 it says here search the scriptures for in them ye think ye have eternal life and they are the which testify on me so it will help us to see 
the way to go that will lead to eternal life. Now the word of God tells us about the Savior which is Jesus Christ. Okay, so next question here, what I got is, who is the word of God? So in John chapter 1 verse 1 and 14, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So Jesus is the only God who was made flesh and dwelt among people. So in Revelation chapter 19, verse 11 to 13, And I saw heaven open. And behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture deep in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. So the above verses gives us the description of Jesus Christ, who sat upon a white horse. Verse 13 confirms who is sitting upon the white horse, and it is clearly stated his name is the Word of God. So therefore, the Word of God plainly refers to Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Father. And third question here is, what is the Word of God for? So in Psalms chapter 119, verse 105, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Also in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So the word of God will serve as a light unto our path as we live daily in this wicked dark world so we can see our way. So the word of God is our guide for teaching the doctrines of Jesus. It is also used as a guide when we correct or rebuke sin. It is also our guide to instruct our fellow men on how to live a righteous life, and the reason for all of this is for man to be found perfect, emblemless, rich in good works unto the Lord. It's so nice. So, first question here is how pure is the word of God? So, in Psalms chapter 119, verse 140, it says here, Thy word is very pure. Therefore, the servant loveth it. And in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. And also in Psalms chapter 18, verse 30, and Second Samuel chapter 22, verse 31, is the same. It says here, As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all them that trust in him. Since Jesus Christ is pure and truthful. So his words are also the same. Okay, so next question is, how true is the word of God? So in John chapter 17, verse 17, it says here, Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. So, obedience to the word of God will sanctify men. It is through obedience to the word of God, Jesus Christ, that man can become holy and sanctified. So next question, who wrote the word of God? In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 29, 21, 
For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So some people will say that we cannot trust the Bible since it was only written by men. Yes, it was written by men, but these men were holy and inspired by the Holy Ghost. The Bible is for man, therefore it needs to be written in the language of man. Right? So the Bible is not for animals who cannot read nor write. So angels could not be used for we cannot understand the language of spiritual being. Yeah, because we are different from them. So therefore God has to use man who can write and understand human language. So next question. How sharp is the word of God? So in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 it says here, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So the word of God is that sharp that can cut away the surplus in our characters. In order for man to become holy, all his defects must be removed. Right? So most of the time, the cutting process is so painful as those word goes deep into the soul, spirit, joints, and marrow. But everyone who desires perfection must endure through the rough times of purifications. Purification. The word of God will help us see our defects and that we need a savior. So it will inform us the sinfulness of sin that man must lead a holy life through the righteousness of Christ before he can be called worthy to receive eternal life. And that is really correct because before we called per uh, worth it, we should be tested, right? And the word of God can see our motives and intentions. Nothing hidden can remain covered forever. So Jesus Christ can uncover anything hidden from man's view because he is uh, all-knowing. So, second to the last question that I've got is, How long is the word of God going to last? So in Isaiah chapter 40 verse 8, the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of God shall stand forever. And also in Matthew chapter 24 verse 35, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. It's so nice. I really love this verses. Jesus is eternal, so do his words. His words never ends. They will last forever. Whatever he says remains throughout eternity. So, last question here. What are we going to do with the word of God? So, in Luke chapter 11, verse 28, But he said, Ye rather blessed, blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. Also in James chapter 1, verse 22, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. So, the scriptures must be the rule of our life. It is not enough to read the Bible or listen to its words. The most important thing to do is to apply or keep the words that are written therein. If we apply the word of God in our lives, Jesus will abide in us and he will guide our every step. So this is a nice message that I really want to listen every day. So amen. That's all.